On this week's episode of the KB Podcast, Jason is back to help KB break down the NFL Divisional Playoffs, including celebrating Kyle's 4-0 picks. Not that we have to talk about that. Follow the guy on Twitter at Kyle Frank Brown and rate, review, and subscribe using Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. 351! Losers! Shit! Hunt! Hunt! Memo and Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, Julia! Are you ready? Are you ready for some football? You want the noise brought on you? Because here it comes. What? The noise brought on you because here it comes. Just hike the ball, my job. Welcome into the KB Podcast. NFL Conference Championship Week Edition. Joining me here, as always, my good friend and your favorite, Jason Namer. Jason, how are we doing? Hey, I'm good. I didn't know I was anybody's favorite. Uh, you know, it's it's really a throwaway comment. I don't really know if that's true. Oh, damn. Yeah, well, so, but well, we can take a poll later. Yeah, I appreciate it. Made me feel good for a minute. So, um, as we get going here into the four games that we have to talk about, um, as always, do you have a themed bourbon for us? I what do. I do. For the first time this season, I am uh, going with a repeat. Ooh. And the repeat is from last week. It's the Woodford Double Oaked, but it's for an entirely different reason. So I've got it. Woodford Double Oaked is my absolute favorite bourbon, my absolute favorite uh, sipping bourbon. And uh, so as, as per that, it is, in my opinion, the king of bourbons. And it is uh, it is the occasion to celebrate your perfect four and O calling of the uh, of prediction for the games last week. So I figured, you know, a, a toast is in order, and only the finest for uh, the man, Kyle Brown, four and O, put me to shame. You called every single playoff game perfectly. Uh, my hat is off, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate it sincerely. I did go four and O with my picks. Not against the spread, but uh, just winners. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we don't have to talk about my. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anymore. We can talk about more games. Um, you know, it, you know, in all sincerity, it, it's the little people that help mm-hmm. me get there. The Ryan Tannehills and the, you know, Derek Henry's and, the, you know, all those people. The Bill O'Brien's are screwing up. It's, <laughs> it's all the little people that help me get to this point um, where uh, I was no money. And all right, well, someone play the music. Get this guy off the stage. That, 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 that. Where's the uh, Apollo guy with the big, uh, big hook? I always are the broom. I like that guy, exactly. But, uh, but but no, that was a a job well done, sir. And uh, I came off looking like a real moron. Well, you kind of had that going for you anyway, but yes, um, I was sitting there watching actually, I was sitting watching some of these games like the Titans Ravens just going ouch ouch you know ouch mm-hmm. but as you said a minute ago you did a repeat bourbon yes we will not have any kind of repeat here in our Super Bowl as I and Rams are long gone we'll have some fresh blood mm-hmm. just like you'll have fresh bourbon from now on okay I can deal with that and we'll start We'll start with the team that knocked out the defending champs, the Tennessee Titans going into Baltimore, backing up that win at New England with another very impressive 
not a fluke whatsoever. I mean, it's kind of low-hanging fruit to put everything on Lamar Jackson, and I'm not going to do that. Lamar was maybe the only thing that was working for the Ravens. Mm -hmm. He had some untimely penalties, some drop passes. He had the pick early. He gets some of the blame. Yeah. That was a tip, wasn't it? Wasn't it a tip? Yeah, but you don't want to – obviously, you don't want to throw it where it's going to, you know, get tipped. But, no, I agree with you 100%. I I don't think it says anything about him whatsoever. Uh, The the entire team just kind of looked like they had already mailed it in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Was this a, a, a rust versus rest thing? Um, you know, that is that what we were doing here? Were they just rusty? What, what, what do you think they're poor kind of like because they started out really slow? You know, I hate it when when a uh, you, you're watching Sports Center or something and they're NFL Live and they say, hey, did this team win or did the other team lose? And, it'd be, you know, like, oh, thanks for the hot take, you know. <laughs> Uh, but but what I'll say <laughs> the hottest of takes, right? Yeah. Thanks, booger. You know, take factory. Yeah. No, but what I'll what I'll say is that uh, this to me has more to do with the Titans uh, and their preparation and coaching. And by the way, again, you called this about six weeks ago uh, with Vrabel. Then it has Vrabel knows what he's the, doing. Because because let's look at it. I mean, you can talk about oh the Patriots dynasty is it you know is it over? All you want, they're still a good team. And the fact that the uh, Titans were able to beat them and the Ravens to me says that the Titans are doing everything right. Not that the other teams are screwing up, so to speak. So, uh, you know, and, and Derek Henry is obviously just crushing it. Um, you, you, you mentioned, wow. you what mentioned, a, what a run he's on. You mentioned it as uh, him as one of the little people. That's gotta be the only time that anybody's ever said little and Derrick Henry in the same <laughs> sense. God almighty. True. People True. that big aren't he supposed is, to run that fast. He is on such an unprecedented run. Um, no pun intended. Um, it's it's madness. And, you know, I, I just it's, – it's unstoppable. And the big thing is when Tennessee gets a lead on you, that you're not – there's nothing you mm-hmm. can do. Because now Tannehill is going to never throw the ball. And they're just going to bleed the clock. And, you know, Bravel will take penalties to just get another 30 seconds off, as we saw in New England. And he's a master of that. Um, you know, and that, that, that's what's gotten them, you know, playing within themselves and knowing who Ryan, uh, Ryan Tannehill is. That's what's gotten them to this point. And, you know, as I said in our last podcast, we went through our full predictions. I think it gets them one more step. Um, but before we get to that part, because you'll got, I'll give you a, a chance of redemption to re. re- oh, it's very kind of you. Here. I do want to point out a couple of things. Going back to Lamar Jackson, I don't blame him. Thirty three hundred and sixty five yards passing and one hundred and forty three yards rushing. Now they did have six possessions go into Tennessee territory with no points. That's hard mm-hmm. to do. So I do blame that on him. I do kind of what I think exposed Lamar Jackson a little bit is his ability to throw a team into a big comeback. You know, we saw in the game we'll cover next, you know, what Mahomes was able to do when he's faced with a big, big, you know, uh, deficit he has to uh, make up. You know, I think I think like there's a skill in, okay, the game's on me and me running the ball 
is going to be effective, but that's kind of what Tennessee wants me to do because that's just going to eat up clock. I have to throw it. Lamar Jackson, that's probably the next iteration of his development is becoming. It's not that he can't throw, but he's not an elite thrower. Um, and, you know, he's very efficient depending on some of the metrics and stuff. But you can, your eyeballs just tell you, hey, he's not on the Patrick Mahomes, you know, level of throwing right. the ball. He's just right. not. Well, who is? And so it, that's, yeah, but that doesn't mean he can't get there. And I think, you know, he's like, what, 23? So, you know, he'll win the MVP still. Uh, the Ravens are lucky and smart to have him. And, you know, he just lost a game. And, you know, if he's the type of player we think he is, he'll use this. To the sky is the limit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have, a, yeah, uh, we so... have a special guest that just entered, by the way. Uh-oh. Yeah. Who'd that he, be? He's a yellow dog. Oh, yeah. Rowdy. Rowdy, do you have any, he's a... do you have any opinions, buddy? Is Rowdy a special guest or just a recurring? He is. Every now and then you'll hear, uh, I actually try and take his collar off when I'm doing the podcast because every time he shakes, you can hear it. it. So I took it (laughs) off. But he just just came up and he seems very interested. But when I asked him for his input, he stared blankly, probably because I do not have a treat. Now, one thing I will point out, and we thank Rowdy for his contributions Mm -hmm. as always. is I thought I would look up time of possession in this game, and it would favor the Titans. It did not. Uh, Baltimore held the the um, the ball five more. Uh, no, yeah, I I was gonna so say kind of well, just having watched the game, I I wouldn't expect that because it it seemed like Baltimore did have quite a few drives. Like as you said before, they just didn't result in anything. So uh, yeah. it, like you said, kind of mm-hmm. hard to do. But again, tip of the cap to the Titans and. You know, Vrabel, former uh, linebacker for the uh, the Patriots, mm-hmm. knows, knows what, what he's doing. How about the how about the jump pass? That was unbelievable by um, by Henry. The Tebow. That's when you knew it was over, baby. They're jump passing on you with running backs. Ooh, yeah, boy. yeah. Made famous by Tim Tebow, who I think Henry's probably older than, but you know who knows. <laughs> um, now, just to highlight the Derrick Henryness of this playoffs. Rushing yards against New England, 182. Rushing yards against Baltimore, 195. Does he go for two bills on Kansas City? Does he keep upping it? Can he keep this pace up? Man, at Arrowhead. I don't know, but uh, Kansas City's defense. I mean, Baltimore's defense is good. New England's defense was good. I don't know. But, you know. Suspect. He could. I could see this being a very high-scoring game, defenses aside. Um. Now two bills, two now bills. Go it's hard to do. I, I would take the under on that. Now we can go. Um, we'll, we'll go through this game by game and recap at the end. So obviously, I've stated last week and kind of hinted at earlier. I'm sticking with the Titans going to the Super Bowl AFC champs. Who you, whom's do you have in this game? I has the Chiefs. I say okay, it is okay, like so I said. We well, like I mean, I'm staying. I did pick, the one pick I got right is I did pick the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. to win, and uh, and I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I'm going to stay with that. Uh, I think this is the year, uh, not only that they get there, but that Andy Reid takes it home. But uh, Chiefs nice. Chiefs are going uh, great run, Titans. You've got a bright future, but this is the Chiefs' year. Mahomie Holmes. The Chefs? Yeah. Gotta who the, love it. Who the Chefs? It. Great googly boogly. <laughs> um, so that brings us to the Chiefs, who had a Quite the contest, quite the rhubarb last week. 
as they took down Houston after falling down 24 to nothing in what seemed like five minutes of game. Time. Yeah. I mean, I turned around like and I was like, wait, strike. what? Yeah. I remember it was the first game, I think, on, was it Sunday or Saturday? It I was forget. Sunday. It was the first, yeah, it was the first game of Sunday. I was just selling into my couch, like, all right, I got all my stuff done. Time to just watch the football the rest of the day. And just sitting there going, oh, my God, like, this is unbelievable. Like, is Houston going to host the AFC title game now? This is amazing. Um, but they did not. Now, <laughs> they did not. We'll get, we'll, we'll get into some of this, but I do want to start one thing. Houston was up 21 nothing, and they had the ball deep in um, – in Kansas City territory, was this, this was is, this think, the early second the, quarter? The field goal drive, okay. Yeah, and then they, they had fourth and one. And instead of going for it, they kicked a thirty-one yard mm-hmm. field goal. I agreed with that decision watching the game at that moment because it puts you up. So do scores. I. Did hundred percent? Okay, so we're on hey, the okay. same. Page. Here's what you have to think about in that situation: you're you've got the game in control. You don't want to do anything to give the other team momentum. Mm-hmm. So you get Correct. stopped on fourth and one crowds. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it gives them a little bit of life. Why not push it? I mean, it's still a three score game at 24, nothing, but it's a tough mm-hmm. three score game, right? Why yeah. not yeah. put the onus it's on realistically? Yeah. Fun, I don't yeah. think there's an argument to be made that you go for it there. Yeah. I can see, obviously if you go for it and get it, and, and like you go on to score a touchdown, great, but it's a it's a short field goal. I agree with it. So we're on the same page there. Here's where it got dicey for me. The problem was just the next drive, they fake punted and did not get it. Houston at that time was up twenty four seven, so Kansas City had scored, the crowd's kind of back mm-hmm. into it. They ran the fake punt on their own thirty one yard line. This, to me, flipped the game completely. The second they did that and did not get it and gave Kansas City um, that short field, I said, I don't think Houston can – I was like, they're in trouble here. I know they're still winning 24-7, but I said, oh, boy, here we go. Um, And I don't get that. If you you, It's almost like did he overcompensate for, like, regretting not going for it previously? Like, I didn't understand that line of thinking by O'Brien at all. Do you think he was maybe overcoaching in that scenario? Yeah, I mean, because I, I don't have it in front of me, but it wasn't even like a like a fourth and one. It was, I think, it was like they need like eight yards mm-hmm. to get the get to convert the 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 fake punt successfully. And yeah, I agree. Like with trying you. to be a little bit like like, uh, like uh, Peterson with the onside kick, or yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, to me, this is this is a blatant like um, peek into Bill O'Brien that he's just kind of going by the hip, like shoot from the hip yeah. here. Because when you you got to have because in the moment of these games, especially playoff game on the road, like things are going so crazy and there's so much going on that you got to have these decisions kind of made ahead of time. Like, what's our philosophy? Right. Well, it's kind of like the the, the, so, the, the, the yeah. uh, decision on whether to go for two or not. Depending exactly. on certain scenarios, you have your yeah, you have your chart, so you know, so you're not making an emotional decision based on, you know, you're going. This is our philosophy. We're staying to our philosophy. 
And it just, to me, it just showed that there is no philosophy. He was just kind of like, oh, yeah, kick the field goal. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, fake the punt. That'd be great. Like, they will never, oh, no, mm-hmm. you know. And all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, all of a sudden Kansas City's up and running. Yep. And <laughs> I, I, I just yeah. couldn't believe how I, so for the record, when they went down 24 nothing, and I'm looking at this and I'm going, oh, man, I didn't see this coming. I kind of thought to myself, yeah, I just don't. I could. I believe they'll come back, but I thought they were going to come back, and the score was they were going to win like thirty-one twenty-eight. Well, not twenty-eight, mm-hmm. but right. I don't know. You know, thirty, whatever. They win by like three in overtime. You know, and right? The, right. Kick a field goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you, you, like literally, if you if you walked away for ten minutes, you came back. You were like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was nutty. Um, so like, I I just kind of laid in the Bill Bryan a little bit. Rightfully so, and and he and he yeah, rightfully so. He's the head coach. He's also the play caller and the GM in this team. Mm-hmm. Okay, like he's got full control. So, but at some point, this is on the players too. And I know we all know Kansas City would start putting up some points at some point, but Houston scored seven points after going up twenty-four nothing. That means Kansas City went on a fifty-one to seven run. Yeah. I mean, we all love Watson, but I didn't think he would just stop putting up points. No, like, that's that's the most surprising thing. It wasn't that it was a gradual, okay, they're kind of closing the gap. It was just, a, okay, Houston relaxed. They, they sat up and they said, we got this. And Kansas City said, hey, hang on, there's three quarters left to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, I mentioned Lamar Jackson needing to develop. Like, okay, like, can he make the big – Mahomes comeback or we saw Watson do it against Buffalo comeback where like they made those plays but can Watson who made that comeback against Buffalo can he does he know how to you know methodically bleed a clock like okay I have a 24 nothing lead and I'm just going to slowly bleed this game in and put it away without much you know uh, you know, sexy plays without much to mm-hmm. do. Like this, is, we're just going to kind of workmen like do it. Like, does he have that skill? And I kind of, when you look at him as a young quarterback, I kind of look at like, does he have that skill? Because we know he can do the flurry comeback and make the amazing play. We know he, he absolutely that. can, but I wouldn't say you know you give the ball to Drew Brees with a minute left on the mm-hmm. clock. And you're like, well, crap, right? They're going to yeah, get in the field goal yeah. range at least. And there's not obviously a whole lot of quarterbacks you can say that about in the league, if, if any. I mean, Tom Brady used to be able to do it, Peyton Manning back in the day, for sure. But I don't see um, Watson as a guy who you can count on for that. No, he hasn't gotten there yet. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's just interesting. You know, we, we – we're going to have, a, as we talked about, like, you know, you have a lot of these older quarterbacks that, you know, are playing some of their last games or they only have a season or two left, but they're being replaced by the Lamars, the, the Watsons, mm-hmm. the Mahomes, and, and, you know, seeing, you know, okay, like Lamar going to have the MVP. He has, what's the next step for him? Same with Watson, you know, and um, it's just interesting to kind of, kind of make note, uh, maybe going into next year and even next playoffs, like, okay, what, you know, Lamar Jackson, um, you know, I couldn't come back, you know, and it's not all on him, but, you know. But you, like you're the leader, the right? You get all the credit, you get all the yeah. blame. Yeah. So, 
it'll just be interesting kind of uh, kind of to monitor uh, their careers going forward. As you said, we know what Breeze is and how he's going to react to these moments and what you you just can't give him the ball back. So, so you have as we covered the AFC, anything mm-hmm. else um, that you, you need to go over we didn't get to? And we differ. Mm-hmm. I have the Titans. You have uh, Kansas yep. City. I like, uh, I'll just say that even though we disagree, I like that you're riding the Titans out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have been bullish on them since, I would say, week 13 or, tw- no, earlier than that, week 12 of the regular season. <laughs> and, uh Boy. What a ride it's been. So I'm a little scared to pick the Chiefs, but I, but I uh, that's who I'm going with. I think the Titans ride ends here, but I like that you're sticking with them. And, and uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that as stubbornness either. If I didn't believe they were going to win, I, I would say, okay, this is where right. the ride no, ends. I, but I, I, I yeah, thought you were yeah, – I, uh, I didn't even think they were making the playoffs. I thought you were nuts. You did say they were going to well, win the uh, – the division, I did, yeah. but the point is, they still won out. Just so did the uh, so did the Texans. Well, they didn't win out the because uh, the Texans beat them. That's why mm-hmm. the Texans ended up as the division champion. But you know, everything else you uh, you mentioned or everything else that you predicted about the Titans has come to fruition. So, yeah, well, let's see. Um, I think um, I, I will say this about the Chiefs, though, is. Early in that game was twenty four. I said, "Oh no, we're doing Andy Reid's doing Andy Reid stuff." Mm-hmm. I think I texted you. That you, to you texted it to Laz and I. Yeah, and I, 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 I like Andy Reid, and um, you know, I'm happy that he, that he did not just completely Andy Reid all over himself and and lose that game. I, <laughs> I was happy to see them come right. back. I'm not a big Bill <laughs> O'Brien fan, honestly. If I'm the Texans, no. I consider looking for a new coach, but. Yeah, yeah, I would too. But the, they they yeah. said nope, we're not firing them more. Well, you know, you, hiring a GM. Or I just anything. don't like. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a fan of fire of a of a quick uh, hook on the coaches. I just don't like him that much. But hey, let's see what uh, let's see how next season starts out for him, right? And that'll be he could be next year's Jay Gruden if they start out like two and four. Then I think you start looking elsewhere. Yeah, when you got a top five young quarterback like Watson, you can't be messing around with the years that you have him. Yeah, and um, you know, if he if he looks like uh, yet another year, if I don't know, we're not really a top team. I I, I think that will be what well. That'll spurs, be your you know, what? That'll change. be year five for him. Six. Yeah, I think so. One of those. So yeah. So so let's change our focus. All right, that to that, the other, that other conference. conference. Here. So the NFC, I'm going to start. You know what? We're going to start. We're going to rip the Band-Aid off. I'm just going to say one simple question. Defend your boy, Kirk Cousins. Just just go ahead. I know you want to, so go ahead. And I mean, him. I don't think – I think I actually texted this to you as well. I don't think he had a terrible game. I just don't think he had an epic game. Uh, he didn't. He's not the reason they lost, but he didn't do enough to get them to win. So, I mean, that's about the most uh, lukewarm take I could have, right? I just – the idea <laughs> – Fire. Ooh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, the, <laughs> the idea that somehow, you know, oh, they lost because of Kirk Cousins is silly, right? That's, that's not – that's silly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, you want to be able to say, hey, we got a quarterback that can get us through some bad play. And is mm-hmm. he that guy? No. No, he's not. But the running game never got established. Um, defensively, they broke down in the second half to, to you know, right off the bat. And, uh, you know, that's not the way to win a, a playoff game. We are in lock and step. This is literally what I have written down. I said, classic Cousins game. 
He did not play bad, but his offensive line and running game did not get going, and Cousins can't compensate. Yep. That's that's literally what I wrote down. And I think, it, and I hate doing this, but unfortunately, it's I think the reality. If Cousins was making half or three fourths of what he was, I think the criticism would be less. But you see his paycheck, you see who else makes the kind of money he does, and you see the results you're getting with him, and that's where people really pile on. It may be not fair, but it's yeah, funny. but that's nothing new. Especially, I mean, it might be a little bit less less uh, frequent in the NFL, but in the NBA and MLB, players make stupid money all the time and don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the thing with Kirk is, uh, I think so. The offensive line really was terrible. Every time I saw him drop back, he, really he never was able to make it through his progressions. I mean, he looked at one guy, the the the, uh, the defensive end is on him, and he's got nowhere to step up even. So, and that that rough. D line is uh, is is probably the best in football when it's healthy. Oh, um, sure. in San Francisco, so, and all them, yeah. But you know, I, I, I simply watching that game, I you were simply the Vikings got beat by a better team. I like, think that's a, that's yeah, that's absolutely. I true. think it was like seven to ten at, at the end of the first quarter, and like okay, it's a three point game, but you were just like the Niners are better. They're yeah, well, better. even uh, it like, was fourteen ten at uh, at uh, mm-hmm. halftime, I believe. Pretty, so yeah, yeah you, yeah. you but you come out, you got to get a stop, and then you've got to at least get a field goal, get something going, and it went the exact opposite way for the Vikings. Now, Jimmy G, I think, uh, you know, obviously they had a bye, then they kind of cruised past the Vikings, but he did his Ryan Tannehill impersonation in this game. He just made a couple of plays early, got a lead, and then, you know, it's just I'm just going to hand the ball off to my 18 running backs that San Francisco has that seem to all be the same person. Yeah. So, And I know they scored a lot of points, but the story in San Francisco is the defense. I think the mm-hmm. game ended, and, I mean, obviously not, not literally, but – I think the air went out of the balloon uh, with the Richard Sherman interception. Uh, I think it was Thielen just yeah. stopped. Uh, I don't know yeah. if it was Kirk's fault, but clearly he expected Thielen to continue through the route. Miscommunication. Yeah. Thielen yeah. stops, Kirk threw the ball, and the only person that could see the ball at that point was Sherman. He picks him off. Uh, I believe they scored on off of that, but when he picked him off, I just kind of went, ah, there it is. That's... You know, like, that's not what you needed. So, so kind of a loaded question here, and if you don't have an answer for me, that's fine. But you're the Vikings. I think we would all agree that the Vikings are pretty ready-made to compete right oh, now. Oh, yeah, clearly. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you want a playoff game, a, a big one on the road, and, um, you know, San Francisco is kind of – they're just kind of a wagon right now, so there's nothing they can do. But going into next year – I don't think the Vikings are going to start the rebuild or anything, but you have a pretty good defense. Obviously, you can always, uh, you know, um, fine tune it. You have two good weapons in Thielen and Diggs. Mm-hmm. You have a great running back. You have a good tight end in Rudolph. Mm-hmm. So, so all the makings are there. Do you consider uh, moving on from Cousins? Because you're going to have a lot of, you know, uh, Drew Brees might be available. Tom Brady might be available. Philip Rivers might be. Do you maybe pivot off Cousins because it's one of the few things you can probably do to change the formula and say, hey, 
let's you know cousins had two years we're paying him a ton of money let's pay somebody else a ton of money and see if do you consider that or you just go in again and say okay we're we're making a run at it with this course for one more okay so i'm gonna answer your question and i'm gonna ask you a follow-up question the answer is no you do not consider moving on from kirk cousins you invest your draft pick and or if you go after any free agent you invest that Mm -hmm. in the offensive line and possibly a old school traditional um fullback that you know can kind of step Mm, up step up you don't need it for dalvin cook lorenzo neal mike allstott uh (laughs) you know you need it to to, for somebody an h-back even a chris cooley type somebody to step up and and chip you know, the rushers that maybe don't get picked up by the line. Uh, so, gotcha. no, I don't think you – you. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm the Vikings, I draft – I look for a tackle. I look for somebody to strengthen that line because, good Lord. Uh, the follow-up question is, would you – is Phillip Rivers better than Kirk Cousins? I'm not saying at his peak at, of his career now, right now. I, I don't think so. I think Phillip Rivers is garbage. At this point, no. Yeah, at this point, I think – I think he looked pretty washed at the end of last year. I actually think the uh, the San Diego – I'm sorry, put a dollar in the jar. Um, <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers actually have a pretty good roster, yeah. and he just kind of was throwing picks. And, the, you know, he kind of has done. this – Yeah, he has this kind of I'm playing in the backyard feel to him, and I think, like, that caught up to him, and he just looked really slow. And, you know, he has that – shot put motion anyways and it just looked a little slower and his fastball wasn't quite there and yeah I just kind of I agree with you I I would rather have Kirk but you know would you would you rather go because Kirk Cousins is one year left on his contract Mm -hmm. would you rather have Kirk Cousins for one year or Drew Brees for one year let's say obviously you'd rather have Drew Brees I think so I guess you consider it depending on who truly becomes Saints are not going to let Drew Brees go I tend to agree, but it's on the tape. Now, it's on the tape. You could bring back Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know what kind of cap hit the Vikings would have if they uh, cut Kirk Cousins. I assume it would be significant. So I don't know if that's a a realistic possibility. But if you could get Bridgewater back for, you know, I don't know, a three year contract for a reasonable money, would you not do that? Yeah, but I think Bridgewater's not going to sign a contract unless he's going to start her. Well, I think he's, he's going to be like, Look, no, no, I'm that's what I'm saying. That's a starter, like but I, I don't know if you give him a huge cut, maybe four years, but uh, no, if, but, but okay. Assuming they could come to terms on the amount, if you're the Vikings, would you want Bridgewater? I, I think any team would want Bridgewater unless you've got a guy you're developing. Like the Redskins, I would say no, because obviously you want to see what you've right. got with Haskins. The Bengals, no, because you're going to draft Burrow, but hell yeah, we are. <laughs> But uh, uh, Bridgewater, My God. Bridgewater to me demonstrated he is a starter caliber quarterback in this Bridgewater. league. If I am the Saints, five and zero. If I'm the Saints, I keep Breeze. I, we we talked about this last week. I keep Breeze. I keep um, Hill, and I let Bridgewater go and say thank you for everything you've done for us. You're gonna, you know, go do great things for another team. Yeah, where does he go though? That's the interesting thing. Uh, LA. Just... How about the Chargers? Yeah, yeah. Well, they need some star power, though. So I'll be – I could see them making a PR play for the Chargers and not necessarily the football move. Oh, God. You're you know, well. but we'll be – we'll be – because they need – I mean, they've, I've heard on several you know shows and stuff where 
to have a new stadium open up next year, they can't sell a single season ticket. Like nobody cares. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the move from they, San Diego yeah. was a terrible decision, but we won't go into it's that. Bad. Okay. It's bad. How about yeah. how about uh, you know? There's a lot of talk about Gruden not being exactly you know the wild Raiders? about Carr. What about you know going to Vegas, wow. get a new quarterback in there? That would sell some seats. I mean, not that they need help. The uh, Vegas yeah, is going to go nuts for them, but. Anyway. Yeah, I could see that being a change for sure. That's one of the teams on their uh, to monitor about. Okay, like, do they stick with Carr? Do they draft somebody? Do they? What are they going to do there? Yep. So, I could see that. Yeah, I think Bridgewater week one is starting in the National Football League next week next year. Certainly, I do. certainly deserves it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we have one last game mm-hmm. here. I think it was the the uh, the two worst Awful. teams by far left in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, the AFC, maybe not surprisingly, I don't, the AFC I don't know if you could say the two stronger. worst teams. It just, I just did not enjoy the game. Yeah, I, I just think, um, I, I think Seattle, I mean, I just, I just not, not impressed either. These teams, obviously Rodgers, Rodgers, but nonetheless, Seattle to me was probably the worst team left, but that even gives more credit to the greatness of Russell Wilson. Um, you know, for keeping them, um, you know, afloat this long. So that's know, a fair point. So we have um, we. I have a question to start these off, just like I had, um, you know, with Bill O'Brien. All right, under th- <clears throat> under three minutes to go, and a pocket full of timeouts. All three timeouts left for Seattle, and the two minute warning. Seattle punts instead of going for it on fourth down, and I believe it was like a fourth and seven. And they were on the plus side of the field. Did you agree with that punt and giving the uh, the ball back to Rodgers and and trusting your defense, or would you have liked them to go? For oh, it? in that case, with facing down Rodgers, you absolutely go for it. You've got a I dynamic agree, yeah. quarterback. It's you know you don't have the same offense you had when Lynch was in his prime and everything. But you give your te- you don't want to put the ball back in Rodgers' hands. Yeah, you can't. I think that was a big mistake. I mean, they, they Rodgers had to complete two great third downs to get, you know, to, to not give the ball back to Seattle. But that, that's the whole point. He's Aaron freaking Rodgers, mm-hmm. and he <clears throat> gave him the gun, and then he shot you. Yeah. I mean, I Who could have really, seen that coming? I know, right? It was very I'll predictable. Show you my surprise and, face. And to me, you're just – you're giving your team one less shot to win because – to me, the place okay. We're going for it. If we don't get it, we still have two chances. Right. Like your defense still has to step downs. up. Right. Right. So, like, you're just taking away an, an opportunity to potentially win the game by punting. I get field position, but to me, I thought it was a bad decision by Pete Carroll. I and, agree. Um, and yeah, they uh, they they didn't get the ball back. So I think it proved to be a bad decision, uh, and that that really was the story of the game. Not not many highlights. Rodgers is Rodgers thing when he needed to. Uh, Russell Wilson did the best he could, but you know they're really, you know that Legion of Boom isn't there anymore. That defense isn't what it used to be. No. And, um, hey, they got Marshawn yeah. back though. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Hey. Take care of your chickens. Oh my take God! I I can't tell you how many times I watch it. I had to Google what chickens Amazing. meant. <laughs> take take care, okay. take care of y'all chicken. Take care of y'all mentals. It's by the way, chicken. Man. For those of you who don't know, uh, it's money. Oh, yes. 
take care of you. Like, the message, the message that he, the message he had is a hundred percent spot on, and I commend him for for that. He famously did. It was rumored to have not spent any of his, uh, sat his his you know paycheck, his game salary, while he was a player. Apparently, only lived off of his endorsement money. Uh, Smart. Yeah. It's uh, there's another player who uh, a younger player I'm trying to remember who it was who was rumored to have who have done that. Um, I think it was like it's like Von Miller. Now I'll, I'll think of it. the the point is well taken and uh, so I like that. But oh my god, take care of y'all chicken. Yeah, take ge- care of y'all mentals. Geniuses are rarely acknowledged in their day. And I think that's what we're looking at, Marshall. Uh, you will be okay. forever let's, seen. Let's not as they, let's okay. not lose our heads. Oh, hey, hey, hey! Speaking of like being physically sound and philosophies, what's Bernie Sanders got to say on it? Well, you, the man's saying, "Take care of your chickens." He is right because, though he is now a member of the one percent, he can never truly pay his fair <laughs> share. I like it. Did you or did you not shake hands with Elizabeth Orr? No, we're keeping politics out of it. I just she can't win. She's a woman. Can't happen. But vote for me, okay. and I will scream at the moon at least twice for each American. Fair enough, Bernie. I appreciate your time. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I love it. Um, so, um, all right, you predi- have the- we doing yeah, predictions here. You have the Chiefs. Who is your NFC representative? Correcto. Who is it? I am going all the way back to Super uh, Super Bowl one. It's gonna be the Chiefs versus the Packers. You're just doing it to be opposite of me. No, I am not. I really the Packers opened up as a as a nine point underdog. And I know that they got their butts kicked by the Chiefs earlier in the season. Yeah, I like do 30. not see that happening again. Uh, the Packers take it down at Candlestick. Oh, I'm sorry, Levi's Stadium. <laughs> and for a Super Bowl one rematch, the big joy in the NFL's hundredth season. Super Bowl one rematch. I would say this. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Almost uh, like, almost like the there. NFL ordained it. Uh oh! Uh oh! Conspiracy, mm. Jason. Oh, yes. Nothing says big money like the big market of Green Bay being it. No, don't forget Kansas City. All right, the Metropolis. Booming. Sorry, RJ. <laughs> Actually, I've never really been to Kansas Me neither. City, but I've I've only heard good. No, I'm sure it's great. Hey, hey, RJ, Bella is a fan, and therefore I'm a fan. Sunshine State, yeah. beautiful. Which, by the way, beautiful. do we do we throw out uh, do we throw out any uh, kudos to uh, our folks, our friends in South Carolina, or do we not? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, sorry. So there was yeah, uh, yeah, there so. was there was a game that wasn't uh, the NFL that uh, we football, will Jason. we will We're erase from football. our memory. Sorry, hey, you know what? I'm going to get another bourbon. You know what? I want a men in black myself here yep. in a moment, and that'll be that. That's what the bird. I don't know why you got to bring stuff. race into it, but okay. But yeah. thank you. Well, you know we we've had we've had a couple special guests with Rowdy and Bernie Sanders. We broke down the four 
divisional games. That's what the that's what the round is called, mm-hmm. right? Divisional. Yeah. I like it. Now we're off the championship weekend. We're going complete opposite. I got Titans Niners Super Bowl. You have Packers Chiefs. Packers Chiefs. You're going with the quarterbacks and the offense. I'm going with the running games. Um, I think that's that's the philosophies you can kind of look into. Well, it's worked out for you so far. I got to redeem myself. Anything you need before we go to leave the people with? Give me a give me a stat line. Give me something that's going to happen in one of the games that isn't mm. foreseeable. That. Um, that isn't foreseeable. Wow. Yeah, something, wow. something. Oh, you want me to go first? Question. Yeah, go. All right, for it. you got I, something in mind? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, we're going to see a safety in one of the games. Oh, yep. I like it. I like it. I say that Ryan Tannen throws for more yards than Derrick Henry rushes for. It's yeah, a close one. So the Titans throw. The ball their way to victory All right. in this one. All they right. go opposite. Hey, it, it, I don't think I believe that, but I like your. Normally, statement. you'd say, "Well, of course, the quarterback's going to throw for more." But oh yeah, <laughs> not for that team. Hey, you know, yeah, that's not their philosophy. So that's that's what's the that's the genius. Yeah. Well, that's so far genius, your so. genius is four for four. So uh, far be it from me to take issue with it. Just call me. A, just call uh, me Ray, well, man. Yeah, okay. No <laughs> I'll call you that. Jason, been a pleasure. We will we will circle back here with a little Super Bowl preview. I appreciate your time as always. And, you know, the podcast is doing very well. As football season ends, we will continue to produce some content. So keep your subscriptions going. Rate, review, Spotify, Stitcher. Apple Pods, of course, all that good stuff. And as always, thank you for pushing play. Well, see you later.